Cosmic Canvas Studio presents We're so bad at adventuring Finally, we've made it to the Baron's castle. Man, it looks even more beautiful than I remembered. Wait a second. Bob, this isn't a castle, it's just a burning pile of rubble where a castle used to be. Oh, huh. Well, maybe there's a castle underneath all that rubble. Come on, let's move a few hundred rocks and find out. It's completely decimated. Everything in ruins. Bob, on a scale of one to ten, how responsible are you for this? Surprisingly, and I'm being 100% honest here, this totally wasn't me. Really? Yeah, but we need to get our story straight. Okay, okay, so we say we just found it like this. No, that's too obvious, man. Okay, how about this? The Baron told us he was planning on burning down his castle for insurance money, and we, being good citizens, helped him in exchange for a piece of the pie. Bob, that is not a good legal defense. But we're not the orchestrators of the event. We're just to help. We'll get a lighter sentence. If we're both going to lie about this, we shouldn't incriminate ourselves voluntarily. Also, why are we lying about this? We actually had nothing to do with this. I assume that in some way, we absolutely did have something to do with this. Better to fess up to fake crimes now than to get caught for real crimes later. Well, judging from the blast marks on the fallen tower over there, something tells me this wasn't a fire. More like an attack. I'm putting all my money on insurance fraud. Come on, this is such an amateur job, too. I mean, (laughs) it's completely vacated. There's no bodies or nothing. (coughs) Bob, over there, amidst the rubble, a body. Is that you, Thornwick? Yes, it is I. I am so glad to see you again. In my final moments. Oh, and you would be... I'm sorry. Who are you? I'm Professor Tharnassus, your wise mentor. Oh, no. I I don't have a mentor. You must be confusing me with someone else. I saw a pale guy eating some grapes by a tree a few miles back. Maybe that's your apprentice. I saved you from that stone giant, remember? Stone giant? Oh, oh, you you must have hit your head very hard. We never fought one of those. I gave you a free meal. Oh, that's right. I remember you now. You're the guy with that terribly stale bread. Listen, there isn't much time. I wish I had been able to teach you all the ways of using the staff, but you ran away before I could. Who did this to you? And can you quickly write down an affidavit that Bob and I both had nothing to do with any of this? Here's a pen. That's Bob with two B's and a knob. It was, uh, Ilma. She came a few moments ago with such magics. Wait, Ilma? A a petite brunette wears green robes? Incredibly susceptible to head injuries? That's her, all right. She (coughs) was looking for you. When the Baron tried to defend you from her wrath, she destroyed this castle, captured the Baron, and made a beeline toward the Midnight Mountains. Why did she go there? Because (coughs) the prophecy speaks of you heading there to unlock the Sixfold Edge Vaults. 
Oh. You must stop her, Thornwick. Her power is untold, and now she's not playing around anymore. Go. The pain. Oh, the pain. So, you gonna be okay? No, I'm not going to be okay, Bob. I'm dying. This is literally my dying mentor speech. You're not my mentor, though. I know I'm not your mentor, but if you had to choose a mentor, it would be me, right? I don't know. Is there a catalog I can look at real quick? (coughs) I'm, I'm sorry, Thornwick, that I couldn't be a better friend. Go to the Midnight Mountains, save the Baron, and defeat Ilma. Be- before, before she. Blah. Are you okay? Hello, hello. Really wish I could remember his name because this would be the perfect time to cry it out. I think it was Saltine. His name was not Saltine. I think. Well, rest in peace, Saltine. I'm sure you were a great guy. I don't know. He wasn't that good of a host. Don't mock the dead for their terrible hospitality, Bob. It's not polite. Hey, look! Another survivor! Over there! Thornwick! It is I, Hagatha the Wise. The woman who would have taught you so much. Oh, I recognize her. She was the other mentor. I want to say Oyster? Bob, stop naming my prospective mentors after crackers. Wait a second, Hagatha. Are you seriously trying this crap on them? You're not dead. Well, I'm not giving your shoelaces back. Finders keepers. You low-lifed protagonist-stealing jackal. Hagatha, you have no right to steal my rifle apprentice. He ain't your rifle apprentice. I've been lying in rubble for two hours, same as you. I get a claim to advising him in death, same as you. He found me first. That is akin to the law of dibs. Oh, so now you're a fan of dibs? Oh, man. Am I late? Did they find... Oh, whoops. Not you too, Grizzled. My last apprentice literally died ten minutes into our training session. He just ran straight into a herd of Doom Buffalo without heeding my words. Wait a second. So no one was dying? Oh, absolutely not. Then why pretend to be dying? Because it spurs you on for the final act. It gets you all heated and ready for the ultimate battle. Plus, we all have incredible life insurance payouts. It's the perfect crime. See? Now that's a solid plan. Can we fake our deaths, too? Bob, we don't have time for this silliness. Now then, did Ilma actually attack this place? Absolutely. As a wise mentor, I'm gifted with knowledge of all what your mortal enemy does. Wait, she's my mortal enemy? You two will forever battle until one triumphs over the other. Through a ton of stabbing. So much stabbing. Buckets of blood, really. Oh, I wish I had known that. Bob, do you know what this means? That the next time she sees you, she's going to go all classical on your ass? No. Well, actually, she probably will, seeing how she was able to blow up a castle and kidnap the Baron. It means that her bothering me isn't some random subplot. She is my nemesis. And she's good at what she does. Don't we want an incompetent nemesis? Remember that one time a tree branch picked a fight with you? You barely won that fight. And it was just blowing in the wind. I feel so important. My very own arch rival. This must be what the big leagues feels like. 
So which do you want to verify is dead to the cops later? That means you picked us as your mentor. Oh. Um... Bob? I am honored to be your mentor, Thornwick. But be warned, I am stern, aloof, and also incredibly loquacious. No, Bob. I was asking for your advice. Who should I go with? I'd pick whoever bribes me the most. I have a ring of gouging. It makes the wearer go blind instantly and there's no cure. I've got two potions of wisdom. Be as wise as your average owl. Perfect for hunting field mice in the black of night. Both of you lack class. I've got, uh, some paper clips and a half-eaten hoagie. What's on the hoagie? By this point... Mostly ants. Thornwick, take the professor's deal. I choose none of you because, frankly, I think it's demeaning that you all just show up, hassle me endlessly, and not once ask about my day. Now then, can I get that catalog or what? I have never seen so many old people converge on someone so fast. All of my bones. They just never stopped hitting you. I think asking for the catalog insulted them. You think? (laughs) Everything hurts. All that advanced magic in the world and you couldn't stop three geriatric mentors from tying you to a tree and beating you with a wiffle bat. Well... Now I have three mentors, so I guess things are looking up. Besides, I need to save my magic for something really dangerous, like Ilma. I really wish I had more backstory on her. I like the mysterious angle. Makes her so much more terrifying. I don't find her scary at all. Now, if I find out she killed a father at the age of nine and then waged a campaign of war against the world, then I'd be scared. That's the best part of a mystery. You can imagine any backstory you like. Oh, well, I suppose you're right. Well, there it is. The path up the Midnight Mountains. Just gotta go up there and save the Baron. <laughs> let's do it! Right. Let's go. You're not walking. Bob, I'm terrified. What if I try to make a cool quip and fall on my face? I'm not good enough for fighting a nemesis. And I thought she was just some random woman who was irritated at us for some reason. It was fine. But now there's like all this build-up and I'm just really freaking out right now. Calm down, man. You've got this. All she remembers is going unconscious after getting into a staring contest with you, right? So she's probably already worried about you. Oh. You think she's afraid? Terrified. Why do you think she went into maximum overdrive and blew up a castle? The fear must be getting to her. In fact, she's probably already moved to another country out of terror. By the time we get there, Thornwick, she'll have a new name, identity, and a job working retail. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. She's probably picking out her name tag right now and and trying to switch shifts with Karen. There's nowhere to be on a Saturday night, but is still obstinate about the whole ordeal. So let's march up that mountain, grab the Baron, and then go out for coffee. Delicious hot coffee. You're right, Bob. Let's do this. Hooray for convincing my friend to go on a suicide mission. Indeed. Wait, what? Nothing. Let's go!
know, I wish I had some kind of clue as to what's actually even going on. What do you mean? Well, we're on a mountain, heading towards a place that seems inexorably tied to my destiny. But I have no clue what it is. And then Ilma kidnapped the Baron, which I don't even know why. And I can't figure out what the Baron's even about. This is what happens when you skip all the jabbering and go straight into the adventure. <sighs> Should have spent more time talking to random people and reading books off of tables. Then we'd be loaded with lore. I'm just not comfortable talking to townsfolk because of how insanely gossipy they are. And you don't find it weird how every scrap of paper or book that we find has all sorts of information pertaining directly to our adventure? I love gossip in all forms, be it book, person, or visions of the ancient past or distant future. Halt! Into not through this passageway. Sorry, but we're trying to get up the mountain for some reason. This land is closed to outsiders. You may not. Bob, I just realized something. Excuse me, I was about to give my whole spiel. Don't interrupt a man. He's writing some kind of weird monster thing. I want to play this one out. No, I just realized that I can just teleport us. Remember, the staff is infused with the teleportation stone. So? So I can just blink us up the mountain. And miss this whole side adventure? I don't think so. Can I continue? Go on right ahead. For you see, foreigners have brought great harm to my tribe. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yes, mm-hmm. And now, a horrible curse has made it so... Can you speed this up? I want to hear about the curse. I'm just going to teleport, okay? If you teleport, you're passing up a lot of crucial information. You might even learn something about the vault. I know so much about the vault. See? There's no reason to just go rushing headlong into the main. We got time for this. Now then, do you have a side quest for us, or do we have to fight you? Thanks for asking. I'm actually the guardian here. So we'll fight for a bit, and then if I'm impressed, I'll offer you a quest. Sick! Why don't we... Skipping. Are you for real, man? You just skipped what looked like to be a fun quest. There was a monster he was riding. It would have probably tried to eat me. I'm too anxious about this big fight to get bogged down into some side adventure. No, you're just an impatient jerk. That guy is going to feel so bad because we skipped him. I mean, he's going to go home, look in the mirror and say, what's wrong with me? Why didn't they want to fight me and take my quest? You just gave that poor guy self-esteem issues. Look, Bob, I just want to get to the end of the adventure so I can get this big fight over with. How do I look? <sighs> yeah, you look like you've been wandering in the wilderness for three straight years, getting cut, maimed, and chewed on an hourly basis. So, like rugged, would you say? It badass. Eh, surprisingly, no. You, you look sickly. Damn it, maybe I have time to teleport to a salon, get a quick trim. Dude, you are so overthinking this. I've never had a nemesis before, Bob. I just want to do everything right. Well, the good news is that since it's you, there's literally no chance of you doing any of this right. Hey, that is hurtful. Accurate, but hurtful. So what's the deal with this big smoking wall? I think that's the Onyx Vault. 
Smashed right open. Well, this looks like the place for her to be. You ready? I was born ready. Spears up. Staff out. Life insurance paid up. And beneficiaries clearly designated. Let's do this. Charge! Hey, why didn't you run with me? I assumed that'd be traps. Ah, <laughs> damn it. Ha, you got me. There you two are. Look at this place. So dark and musty. Thornwick, up here. He gads. Thornwick, the Baron's tied up at the top of the stairs. Ilma, I have come to rescue my friend, who I barely know, and also robbed. I made a mistake, Thornwick. A terrible, terrible mistake. I underestimated your treachery. At first, I thought you were just a hapless man swept up in this chaos. But after the last encounter, well... I know what you're about. Okay. Thornwick, just reply to her. Say something cool and witty. Something really kick-ass. So cool that she, she dies from hearing it. Or they'd be talking about me forever if that happened. Thornwick, are you okay? You're just standing there muttering. Is, is he okay? Yeah, he's nervous about fighting you. Oh, don't be nervous. We've already been at odds like twice before. You may think that you're the top dog, but you're just, uh... A tiny puppy that I will kick. Please, please act like that was a badass quote for me. I wasn't, er, uh, expecting such spirit from you. Bob, I did it. I melted off and she took half a step back from fear. Almost likely pity. That was a terrible line. Okay, I don't actually kick puppies. That's good to know. But enough of this banter. You've defeated me once before. Twice, if you count the time that security guard bludgeoned you. You may have defeated me one and a half times before, but now I am fully prepared. I will not be defeated a second... Third... Time. Bring it on, you ankle-biting hippie. That's right. Use words to confuse her. Ancient power of the lice. Freeze him with hella-cold ice. Ha! See how easily I block your spells. That was only a taste of what I have prepared. So am I in this fight, or... Just step aside. Now then, Bobinson Staff, I call upon you. Fire away! Ha-ha! <laughs> Good luck. Ancient power of the fall. Block this attack with a wall. Let's see what wins. The Bobinson Staff or a magic wall? Oh, you see, Thornwick, you don't have a chance because... Bob, are you wearing my shoes? Are you just now noticing? I had a lot on my mind after I woke up. Don't they look pretty on me? Bob, those are my shoes designed to block spirit magic. I chose to opt for footwear because an amulet or shield could just get knocked off in the heat of battle. Oh, so you're completely vulnerable to his magic then. Huh. Oh, crap. Bullseye! Bob, did you see that? I just blasted it into next century. Oh. <laughs> did you actually defeat her? And my random antics helped? And I also got some free shoes out of the deal? Oh, my head. Let me take a look at my handiwork. <laughs> you practically embedded her into the wall. You did an excellent job, Thornwick. I can't move. Probably because your spine is considering a legal separation from you. I did it. I won. I'm the best chosen one ever. You aren't done yet, Thornwick. Bob, 
free me from these chains. You got it. <laughs> Bob is helping. Thank you. Gaze upon your enemy, Thornwick. You must finish this here and now. You're right. She's been a thorn in my side for far too long. Ilma, as you can clearly see, just attacking me is not working out, so I'm formally requesting that you stop your evil ways and become a good guy? Or at the very least, a neutral retail worker with a mild grudge? What? Evil never pays. It's a force of badness and for the most part has terrible dental insurance. It's in everyone here's best interest if you just stop being the bad guy and just stop being good. No reason to attack people randomly and steal their MacGuffins. You think... <coughs> you think I'm the bad guy? Absolutely. You're destined to fight me, the chosen one. The hero. Now, the prophecy says that I should judiciously stab you, but I don't think so. Change your ways, Ilma, before some not-hero hero comes and gets you. Yeah! Thornwick, I'm so confused right now. Well, you did just take two concussions in less than 12 hours, so I'd say that confusion is going to last you a long, long time. Welcome to the club! I'm not the bad guy, Thornwick. You are. What? Oh, are we both good guys? Was this whole thing just like a miscommunication? That is a relief. You're the chosen one, the foreseen of Lupern, the bringer of narcissistic wrath who will use the Bobbins and staff to unleash true terror on the world. What? No. I mean, have I actually read the prophecy? Not, not a bit. Did I learn anything about my destiny other than I'd get this really cool staff? Nope. But trust me, I am not the bad guy. Oh, I wouldn't be so swift to deny that, Mr. Thornwick. Excuse me? I'm not sure where the message was lost on you, but you aren't the hero of this story. Yeah, you're the guy who gets killed to inspire the real hero. You are the chosen one. The chosen villain. What? No, that can't be right. Think about it, Thornwick. Think long and hard. The signs are all there. You can't give me a single sign that I was actually destined to be the bad guy the whole time. You were summoned first by the Berg Watchers, the cult that has been seeking you for at least three to four months. An evil cult. They weren't evil. They were just tapestry enthusiasts who enjoyed wearing top robes. Your mentors were greedy, crass, and cold, seeking only to make their lives better. Well, you got me on that one. And your assigned wandering merchant is a ruthless bastard who tries to milk you for every last coin you have, all the while price gouging and making rude comments about your mother behind your back. Now that you mention it, that guy did seem pretty shady. So what? I got a bad wandering merchant. It happens. And behold, the great tapestry of your fate. Wait, was that there this whole time? I didn't see it. Gaze upon your picture. You wield the Bobinson staff in your left hand. Your foot steps upon the earth. The people flee in terror before you. And you have a frown on your face. That totally indicates you being evil. That is a pretty angry frown. A frown is just an upside-down smile. It means nothing. Elma, can you back me up here? I've been training for six years to defeat you before you destroy all hope and joy in the world. Hey, don't everyone gang up on me? Listen to me, Thornwick. 
you may have been somewhat shaky on your role, but now you have a chance to embrace your true destiny. But I don't want to be a bad guy. They're all bad. That is true, and being bad isn't good. But you don't understand, Thornwick. It is your destiny. For you see, every great hero must have a great villain to face them. Just as Ilma was chosen by forces of fate to rise, so were you chosen to rise as well. Don't be a fool, Thornwick. You are meant for so much more than mere morality. You can rise above. You can attain power beyond your wildest dreams, should you embrace your evil destiny. You're right. He is? Indeed. Bob, I have seen the evil light. The dark? Dark light? The delight. I have seen the delight. And now, using my powerful staff as my first act of true evil, I shall vaporize Ilma, leaving behind not a single trace of her. Oh no, Thornwick, don't be so bad. You cannot stop me, Bob. Now die, Ilma. Die. Wait. Thornwick, don't kill me. Die. Are you done? Yes, I am done. Done killing an innocent woman. That is, which it did. And will do again any time I feel like it. Which is all the time. All the time. I'm no fool. First off, that teleportation sound is unmistakable. Secondly, the Bobbinson staff has a powerful teleport gem that glows when you activate it. Hey, that was a murder glow. The teleport glows a whole other color. Let me ask you something, Thornwick. Did you want to kill her? No, not at all. Then you didn't have to. But I thought you wanted me to be evil. I want you to be true evil. True evil is doing what you want. Anything that you want. If you want to be merciful, fine. If you want to spare her so she can come back and fight you again, that's fine too. I am not following at all. I am. He wants you to... You know, I have no clue what he means. Of course not. I shall show you something wonderful to explain all of this. Thornwick, if you would kindly open the gate to the coal crypt, just a wave of the staff should do it. Oh... Um... Don't make any rash decisions, Thornwick. I am on your side. I just want to show you something. There isn't, say, a horde of knife vipers in there, is there? Because I would hate to open the vault, blindly trusting you, and then get knifed by a bunch of snakes. I swear, I mean no harm to either of you. If you listen to my long, drawn-out speech, I will allow you to make your own decision. Bob, what do you think? My hatred of bad guys is only outmatched by my desire to see what's behind that door. It could be something cool. It could be something cool. Fine. Okay. We'll hear you out. Door open. Hey, you said you can't open doors by shouting. No, I told you that you cannot open doors by shouting, and I've been correct about that my entire life. I am never going to stop screaming when I see a door now, even if it is unlocked. Behold, the feast of all that life has to offer. Holy crap, it's a skeleton banquet. Look at all the gems and jewels, the piles of gold, and uh, all the dead bodies sitting around. Man, I know the moment we grab those coins, those skeletons are going to come to life and then beat us to death, but I can't stop reaching for them. Bob, stop! 
What's the point of this? The Coal Crypt contains nine men and women who were terribly evil and cruel. They took what they wanted, they stole, they plundered, and they did many a despicable deed. And what was their reward? Being a spooky skeleton! Although if I had to choose a way, skeletification would be the trick. No thanks, I'd want my undead flesh to be on my body. Zombie 100%. Their reward was a lifetime of wealth, of power, of greatness. But someone locked them in a vault and they all died. Oh yes. A clever adventurer who knew of their greed created this vault. Well, he actually just tacked it onto another vault, holding some other bad people. But he made treasure here that caused you to grow obsessed. You sit and admire it, and that's all you could do. Hence why they're all looking so happily at their treasure. But they all starved to death. Oh no, I mean, they could take lunch breaks and stuff. The vault had a well-stocked pantry. But the treasure was so alluring that they stayed forever. Ah, yes. The classic greed and bleed used to happen all the time to great kings of old. In fact, I think King Clamorous is still in his tower, counting his compulsive gold. So what's your point? These jacks all died. Ah, yes. They did. Because they were evil. No, because they were mortal. Come again. Thornwick, everyone dies. That is the terrible truth about this world. There is an open grave somewhere out there with your name on it. Several, since you managed to dig your way out of quite a few executions by burial. So... But look at these nine. They reigned for thirty long years. Thirty years they had whatever pleasure they wished. Money, power, and all because they decided to take the evil route. Were they defeated? Sure. But did they get to enjoy their lives? Oh. You bet they did. That does make a compelling point. Evil has so much to offer you. Wealth, power, fame, free parking in just about any country in Eritos. Hmm. No, because you know what? I can have all of those things and be a good guy too. Yeah, and we park wherever we want anyway. Mainly because we don't tie our horses up, and then they run away with our wagons. And I'd rather lose a thousand wagons than join you in your evil schemes. I can be powerful on my own. I can make a fortune, become famous, and turn into a beloved hero without any such evils. (laughs) No, no you won't. What? Why not? Aren't you forgetting what has made you uber-powerful? Strong enough to blast that nice woman right in the spine. The Bobinson Staff? And that staff is inexorably tied to the darkness within. It feeds upon your greed, your avarice, your cruelty. That's not true. Name one time you weren't thinking mean thoughts when using the staff. The first time when I blasted Fergus. Oh, so you weren't jealous of him? I was sort of jealous, yeah. You didn't Envy his immense magical power. So much envy. Ah, yes, Thornwick. Your staff is a totem, connected to the thing inside you which screams out for power. His massive insecurities? My crippling fear of inadequacy. All of those things fuel the Bobinson staff, plus like 20% delusion. I can learn to use it for good. It was never meant to be used for good. It can only destroy, and also teleport, but mostly destroy. I could train myself to overcome the evil impulses within. But you can't. 
Thornwick, you are nobody. A weak, tiny, no one without an ounce of true power. You tried to make it on your own through the dungeon, didn't you? Yes. And what did you find? Everyone, even even my closest friend, mocked me, patronized me. You cannot become a force for good. You cannot become a hero. You lack virtue, patience, kindness, love, and above all, discipline. But thankfully, evil is one hell of a big shortcut. Really? Hey, you can't actually be listening to him. You just want to hit him out and stop playing with that gold necklace. I don't think I can. Yeah, I might be stuck here for a small eternity. Sure, it might be virtuous and might make you feel holier than thou. But at the end of the day, you end up just like these jerks sitting next to Bob. Except you will have nothing. No memories of conquest. No accomplishments. No towers built in your name. Just a couple of people posing as your relatives at a funeral, just so they can get in on your disappointing inheritance. I don't want that at all! That is the path of the moral man, Mr. Thornwick. The path of righteousness ends only in the same path of the evil. Death. We all hurtle towards the grave. Your destiny as a good guy is woefully inadequate. You will have no power, no strength, no magic. Now ask yourself this, friend. Do you want to be a nobody? Or do you want to grab all you can get? It... It... It would be awfully manipulative to make you wait a whole week for my answer, wouldn't it? Thanks for listening to this week's episode of We're So Bad at Adventuring, a proud member of the Block Party Podcast Network. Sound effects provided by BattleBards, the perfect solution to all of your tabletop sound effect needs. If you enjoyed the show, give us a shout on Facebook or Twitter. And if you want to support us, check out our Patreon for access to exclusive side adventures.